0: The millennial's life is not one of loyalty. That's not the world around them when they grew up. So if you want their loyalty, you're going to have to earn it.
1: Hey, guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. All right. Thank you for tuning into another session of the Meet the Blogger series, the hashtag sherm 18 edition. And today we are joined by Julie Ann Sullivan, who is a business coaching expert and also a fellow podcaster. Yeah. Um, we'll talk a little bit about her podcast that she has going on. And you can find her at JulieANSullivan.com. Hey, Julie, thanks for joining the show.
0: Great. Yeah. Well, so that's a business culture expert, not a business coach expert. Just want to make that clear. Although I do do coaching, but uh, (laughs) my main focus is on business culture. I'm so happy and excited to be here. As you know, I tried to meet you at the Sherm conference in Las Vegas, but we kept missing each other. I was walking around going, where's Joey Price? Where's Joey Price?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next time you just got to send out an APB on Twitter. And I think you... You, you well, I'm just
0: going to get your cell phone and then I won't have to worry about that anymore.
1: That works, too. <laughs> that works, too. So, so Julianne, uh, you're a business culture expert and you're attending Sherm as a blogger and podcaster. What should every attendee know about the importance of business culture?
0: Well... It's a deep subject. Okay. You know, our workforce is shrinking for many reasons, which we won't get into in this conversation, but the workforce is shrinking and therefore it is my prediction in the next at least five years, maybe seven, there's going to be a lot of businesses out there who aren't going to be able to recruit or retain the talent they need to deliver their services or products. Companies and organizations who understand the importance of a great business culture, somewhere where people get up in the morning and say, great, I get to go to work, as opposed to, hmm, do I want to go on a picnic today? You know, so it's a changing of a mindset of your employees to get them in the door and to have them stay. That's the importance of business culture because, like I said, you're just not going to have the people to do what you want to do. And I think there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to fold up because they just don't have the people you know, people coming into the workforce, they want certain things. And if you're not going to give it to them, they'll go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the workforce is shrinking. And it's also diversifying in the sense that this is a generation that is very mission oriented. And there may have been five types of jobs or five local companies in town that you could work for. And even if you were passionate about something, you volunteered for on the weekends. Right. But now there's an opportunity to make a career out of things that you're actually interested in. And there are, to your point, like you said, the benefits that companies offer that are attractional. And if you don't offer those, then people could walk. So, And the yeah, biggest yeah.
0: benefit of all is the companies who realize that relationships are important. One of the many aspects of millennials that I love is that they are forcing employers to care about them. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm like, yeah.
1: We get such a bad rap, but we're actually doing it for everybody. We're doing it for everybody. Absolutely. I
0: totally agree. Just because my generation went to work because they felt like they should and they Mm. felt obligated. That's not necessarily a good thing. And besides, I'm into let's find the commonalities, not the differences, because every generation is going to have different needs. Yeah. Right. I went to the March for Your Lives in D.C. Sorry, I should have seen you there, I'm sure. But anyway, I went to that march and what I came away with, one of the many ideas I came away with, that generation is going to demand that they have a safe environment physically, emotionally, right? And psychologically. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because look at what they've grown up with. Yeah. I just read a statistic that more people have been killed in schools than the military this year so far. That's their life. Just like the millennials life is not one of loyalty. That's not the world around them when they grew up. So if you want their loyalty, you're going to have to earn it.
1: And well, I don't novel, think there's What a novel anything concept, right? What right, a novel concept. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Yeah. Make and, people feel like they really want to be there. Well, what a novel concept. Uh, exactly.
1: it such a bad rap. And so many HR Not pros, from I, me. I love them to death, but but some of our fellow colleagues, they give, they feel like millennial is such a dirty word, but we're really doing this for you guys. We're doing what <laughs> you wish you could have. That's right. But we're just collective and, and making well, it happen.
0: Honestly, to tell you the truth, when I was in the corporate world, I was a millennial all the time because I always like, what do you mean? You don't care about? I'm working for you. You got to care about me or I moved on. So <laughs> that's right. I think I was an early millennial. Maybe that's why I get along with millennials so well.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. So Julianne, what are you most excited about for the Sherm conference that's coming up?
0: The list is long because first of all, I've never been to a Sherm conference, their main national conference. And I've been reaching out to other bloggers on the squad and talking to them. And when I first heard there was going to be 15,000 people there, I'm still recovering from that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it, it feels like 15,000. There is a huge, like all Swarm. these people swarming in and out. Yeah, it's and... a good
0: thing that I've walked through New York Grand Central many, many times in my life because I'm sure it'll be a lot like that.
1: That has prepared you, <laughs> except we're a lot nicer. We're a lot nicer people than uh <laughs> <laughs> So, um,
0: well, first of all, I'm gonna meet my friend Bob Keller, who's a speaker. And Bob and I have been friends for years. He did a testimonial for my book. Uh, we've talked, we've emailed, but we've never met one another. Oh wow. So I already have a time to meet with him and go to dinner with him and some of his colleagues. So, you know, that's a bonus I already got, and all the people I've met through the blog squad. I'm just kind of open. I think it's better the less expectations you have. And then it just fills you up, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really hit the nail on it, though, as far as the relational aspect of it. Because from my experience, the 15,000, the 20,000, whatever the number um, will be this year, it can feel intimidating. And the real key is to just find your network of people that you want to build your relationship with. And you guys hit it off and then you just begin to take that conversation online, become friends, meet in real life in the future. I tell people that the blogger meetup is like a family reunion because we chat online, but we follow each other's family. We know each other and it's just great to see each other again. So, I mean, you really hit the nail on the head for a good expectation to have for the conference.
0: And I'm so glad to be a part of the squad, not only... To be able to spread the news about Sherm, because even with all of us everywhere, we still can't be everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it allows me to join in and already have a little family, which you're a part of, Joey. Yeah. So that's really a great way to come into such a large endeavor for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, Julianne, we've got your expectations for Sherm. What about your expectations for Chicago? Have you been to Chicago before? What do you like doing there? Because we're not going to be in conference all day, all right. night. People are going to want to get out and explore. So what what tips would you have to share?
0: Oh my gosh. I love Chicago. It's one of my favorite cities. And I have a friend that I've known for close to forty years, even though I know I don't look forty. But no. anyway.
1: <laughs> I had you twenty five, maybe. Because you did say you did say you're a millennial. So That's right. That's I, uh, right. I had you maybe 25, 26. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, I have a really good friend there and she lives near Wrigley Field.
1: Oh, that's a great part um, now.
0: So I'll be staying there. I think people should definitely get on the L. There, it's such a great way to get around. And uh, if you've never been to Chicago and you have an extra day, go on the architectural tour. Phenomenal. Have you ever done that, Joey? No,
1: I'm planning to do that on Saturday. Oh, actually.
0: excellent. Yeah. It is. So interesting. And it's just a great way to see a lot of the city. And you got to go to the Bean. Yep. Right. The Bean is so cool just to walk underneath and around. And it's very and cool. And get your and,
1: selfies. Get your, uh, and your do
0: your selfies. Yeah, yeah. With all that behind you. <laughs> so and I belong to the National Speakers Association and I have a lot of friends there. So whatever free time I do have, I'm going to get together with some of
1: them. That sounds great. That's awesome. We have some commonalities that we were talking about before we did the uh, recording. Um, You said you had some to share, but I know that we talked about Pittsburgh. And uh, you're from Pittsburgh. My dad is from Pittsburgh.
0: Well, I'm from now. I'm actually a transplant, but I've been here 28 years. So
1: Nice, nice. And how are you liking it so far?
0: I love Pittsburgh. I loved it when I first visited. uh, I came from Southern California. But I loved Pittsburgh when I came here because it was green, (laughs) and that's what I really liked. And I really wanted to get to some place where there was seasons because I lived in the High Sierras in California for seven years, and I really got accustomed to seasons. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I would really miss the cultural aspect here. (laughs) There is so much to do here, music, dance, theater. You could never go see it all.
1: Sports teams as well.
0: Yeah, I used yeah. to be into that, but I'm not really a sports fan anymore. Don't tell yeah. anybody because that's no, your you can sec- get hurt. Your- you can get hurt here. Yeah. Not a sports that, your fan. secret
1: safe with me and all Thank those you. that tune in on YouTube to, <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> uh,
0: I did that once when I was doing a presentation for a Vistage group and I said something like, I hate football. And I immediately lost the audience.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I could tell that was not, you know, that was when I was still learning, you know, it's your audience. It's about them. It's not about you. And I really, I just saw them all recoil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. yeah. But
0: Pittsburgh's great. We have seasons, but nothing is severe. We're too far south, too far west, right? We don't get the storms you get.
1: Oh, yeah. no, And
0: certainly not the nor'easters or even Philadelphia, you know, gets a lot tougher weather. So I love it here. And the people are really friendly. There's a few things that are kind of provincial, but it's changing a lot. You know, Google's here and Microsoft is here and Uber is here. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and, and we're on the list for Amazon.
1: I know. I mean, with uh, Carnegie Mellon being there, um, got a lot of bright minds in the university. Oh and, uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it would, I, I'm rooting, of course, for the the DC metro area. There's a few spots there, but uh, it'll sure. be exciting to see where they land. Where
0: yeah, I'm sure there'll land. be some pluses and minuses. So I'm I'll be happy either way.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll just leave it at that. All
1: right. Good deal. (laughs) We won't get into
0: a political discussion today.
1: No, 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 no. We'll save that. uh, (laughs) We'll save that for happy hour um, in Chicago. Yeah. And um, so... I plugged your site, uh, JulianneSullivan.com, but where can people find you on social media? And do you have any other parting thoughts that you want to share with people that are uh, getting excited about Sherm?
0: Well, I really think that because it's like drinking from a fire hose, I'm sure, go with a specific focus in mind when you're going to Sherm. And then follow that. If you're interested in onboarding, if you're interested in assessments, if you're interested in employee engagement, then go out there and find the people that are talking about that and fill yourself up with a lot of different ideas because no one person is right for every situation. You know, if you're interested in change, whatever it is, fill yourself up with that. Don't try to do everything. I think you'll actually get less information and your head might explode by the end
1: of the week. Also
0: (laughs) I think a focus is a good thing to have at conferences like this. Otherwise it'll take you four days just to figure it out. And use the app. The app is, oh my goodness, you can set your whole schedule. I do this before I go to a conference. I set my schedule, then I don't have to think about it while I'm there.
1: That's a great point. Um, because and you just bring thing, up
0: my schedule and say, where do I need to be?
1: Yeah. The last thing you want to do is is try to decide between three really good things in the moment. So by making that decision early on, uh, you just it's a less stressful day. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I think it helps you focus, like I said.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Julianne, it's been such a pleasure to connect with you face-to-face. Yeah, this is great. uh, I'm excited to welcome you into the Shurn Blogger family, and I'll see you in Chicago.
0: You bet. Thank you, Joey.
1: If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to US-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at JumpStartHR. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together.
0: Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price.